You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, today we are debating veganism and we are starting right now with the vegan side's opening statement, Interspecies, the floor is all yours. Thanks for being with us. Sure, thank you. So my position on veganism is pretty simple. Uh, if we were doing to humans what we're currently doing to animals, I would find it to be immoral and I therefore extend that principle towards the animals whom we're farming. Essentially, I don't see a morally relevant difference or a set of differences between farming humans for food and farming non-humans for food. Uh, however, I should clarify a few things. Um, first, the position does not entail valuing humans and the animals whom we farm equally. All it requires of us to do is value them both enough to not kill and eat them. Second, the question is not whether there exist differences between humans and cows or humans and other animals, because of course there are differences. Rather, it's whether there exists a morally relevant difference that would justify it in the case of animals and not humans. Thank you very much for that opening statement, Interspecies. Mother Yenfell, we'll kick it over to you as well for your opening. Oh, um, I think I'm pretty much just going to echo everything that Interspecies said in that my main position is that, um, well, firstly, I could add that it seems like um, people kind of prima facie have an understanding that um, it's wrong to cause harm to animals for sensory pleasure. Um, so if I beat my dog because I liked the way uh, it felt on my knuckles, most people would recognize that as wrong. Um, and so in order to be consistent, we should also say it's wrong to subject animals to brutal torture and murder because we like how it feels uh, in our mouths. Um, and then, yeah, if you're just going to bite the bullet on that and say, well, I don't care if you beat a dog, I just don't care about animals in general. Um, then what I'm going to say is um, I don't see any meaningful symmetry breaker between animals and humans such that if some trait that were true of animals were true of humans, I would suddenly be okay with torturing and eating humans. Um, yeah, so I guess that, that's all I would say. You got it. Thank you very much for that opening statement. We are going to kick it over to the negative side for tonight's debate. But before we do, want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And we hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you were from, folks, vegan, non-vegan, politically left, politically right, you name it. 
And we will kick it over to Alex and Rose. Thanks so much. The floor is all yours. Well, I just start out by saying that uh, my name, my name is I can't even say that I can't even sp- speak. Thank you for having me on the show tonight. But uh, my name is uh, Primetime 99 Alex Stein, and I am a plant based pimp myself. But let me tell you why being vegan is not uh, morally obligatory because we need to use animals. You know, God gave us animals. Um, there's a food chain and there's a natural order to things like I love cats. You're like, you're like, Alex, what do you mean you love cats? I mean, I got a cat right here on my computer. I'm telling you, I love cats. But if I if I let this cat roam on his own, you know what he brings back? He brings back a bird. He brings back a rat. He brings back a little mouse. And guess what? He doesn't feel morally sad or morally bankrupt about it because he realizes that's his natural instinct. Now, like I said, I'm a plant-based pimp. I don't like to kill animals, but I believe animals have a purpose. And there are an order to things. I believe, you know, we are at the top of the food chain. But, but, morally, I need my cheese. Morally, I need animal products. I have beautiful hair. You see this hair? You think this hair is a joke? I When they test this hairspray, I don't want you testing this hairspray on a human. It might kill a human. We can test it on a rodent that has a similar hair structure to my hair, and then that saves the life of a human. So what that animal does is that animal is used in a way that helps us and actually morally benefits society. It's a lot like the cosmonauts sent a dog into space before they sent a human into space. And obviously they didn't send it into real space, but I don't want to get into that. We're not here to debate that. What we are here to debate is the use of animals and their importance in the food chain. Now, listen. I'm not saying you need to go out to Kentucky Fried Chicken and factory farm chickens. No way. But to think that after an animal dies naturally, to not eat it then, to not use its meat or bones or anything about it then, that would be absurd. So even in your strongest argument, to not actually use a dead animal is actually wasteful. So you really have to start to think about that. Because like I said, how the food chain works is, Different levels get energy and they feed off it from, you know, that bottom level. So regardless, regardless, we are at the top level. So we're going to feed off these animals. So in theory, what I like to think is I don't like the idea of factory farming. I eat a ton of soy. I eat tofu. I'm a soy boy. I'm a beta. My nipples are getting huge. I'm worried about uh, getting gynoplasty. I'm worried about the breasts that I'm growing. I'm serious. I'm eating that much soy. But even in the soybean fields, when they factory farm the soy for my tofu pad thai that I ate all the time at the Laotian place uh, on Lemon Avenue, they can attest for this. So I eat this tofu a lot. That's why my nipples are getting so large. What I'm saying is even when they factory farm the soybeans, they kill animals. Animals die in the process of farming vegetables. So to say, just, just listen to me, to say that it's morally obligatory to be vegan. When we know no matter what diet we choose or which way we decide to eat, we're still going to kill animals. So what you're living is you're not based in reality. See, I'm based in reality. What I want to do is I want to kill as little animals as possible. But I don't want to sit here and act like we shouldn't use animals for our benefit. Because we use humans. We do human testing. All the stuff you said about humans, we lock humans up in prisons. We have the, the highest prison population in America. When I see a homeless person and driving my car, I, I don't really feel that bad if I don't tip them. If I see a stray dog 
running around. I will pull over in the middle of the highway to get that dog to make sure he's okay. So what I'm saying is there is some sort of weird thing in society where you almost like animals more than humans. So we treat humans equally as bad as we treat animals. And I would say that child abuse is much more rampant than animal abuse. And I'm not okay with animal abuse. I would never abuse an animal. I'm just saying being based in reality, we have to actually look at the problems. We got to look at the issues at hand. Do I like, do I like, or we almost at the time? How much time do I have? We'll kick it. Once you're ready, we'll kick it over to Rose for her opening part. I didn't even look at my start. I didn't even look at my start. I don't have my watch. So I'm kind of going, but uh, how many more, how many more minutes? Then we will kick it over to Rose for Okay, well, let me say this last thing. Okay, okay. All right, go, Rose. No, no, just say it, Alex. I want to know what you are going to say. I'm just saying, this is my point is it's impossible to be vegan. It's impossible. We're going to use animals. Animals are going to die. They're going to get ran over in your car. Whether you got, listen, I've seen the guys love vegan. I went outside the yoga studio. I saw a guy crying his heart out. He's never eaten an animal. He killed a squirrel on his way there. I was almost crying for the, the, world so what i'm saying is your your carbon footprint is going to kill animals you know what i mean that's just uh, that's just a sad fact we have to realize and once you can understand that and then you try to do better try not to kill people then you were based in reality but saying that you have to be vegan that's not a real world uh society we don't we don't live in a world where animals can't get hurt by us so you're just not living in reality is my whole point you got it we'll kick it over rose all right so my name is rose and i have been a vegetarian for the past 25 years and I recently started eating fish again and I'm not really happy about it, but I'm doing it as an experiment for my health. But generally I am absolutely a hundred percent against killing animals for any reason. I don't like that I'm uh, eating them right now. And so I do agree with the opposing side in many ways. Um, when we were talking before this conversation, um, we were I asked the other side, you know, is it um, okay if you have a chicken and the chicken has a wonderful life and it's very happy and it lays an egg and it's just laying there. And then I decide to eat that. Is that immoral? And Interspecies said that that was okay. And the argument that we were going to discuss tonight is that for anyone that can go vegan, should go vegan. So it seems that we actually even agree that for some people, for whatever reason, maybe medical reasons or region or location, or maybe agricultural practices make everything poison, like with Roundup, there may be reasons why. But um, so what I'm arguing is that someone who can go vegan may choose not to if they are having a symbiotic relationship with animals who are not being harmed and everybody's happy and feeling healthy, like they're making the right choice for their bodies. You got it. We will kick it into open discussion, but want to let you know, folks, our guests are linked in the description, and that includes if you're listening via podcast. We highly encourage you. You can check out Rose's link, Alex's link, Mouthy Infidel's link, and Interspecies link in the description right now. What are you waiting for? So, thanks so much. The floor is all yours, gang. Um, sorry, does anybody have, like, a, a starting place? I mean, there's there's a lot we could uh, we could talk about based on those opening statements. Um, do you have a response for me about whether or not it's okay to eat that? Do you agree or disagree with me that if you can go vegan, but you choose to eat eggs or drink milk from animals that you take care of who have wonderful lives, what do you say to that? 
Yeah. So um, it's going to depend on how you got the chicken. You know, in most cases, if you buy a chicken uh, from most places that sell people chickens to rent or own uh, that people then buy so that they can use the chicken's eggs, you know, most of those places um, are still going to engage in practices like culling male chicks, right? Um, so like most of these companies, if a male chicken is born, they're just going to throw that male chicken in the blender or in a gas chamber as soon as it's born, because it's just not profitable for the industry to be lending out um, or to be taking care of those male chicks when they're born. So so, I mean, there could like theoretically be a situation where like if you're driving in front of like a or if you're driving behind like a chicken truck that's on its way to a factory farm and a chicken falls out and you pick it up and you're like, OK, I'm going to take this home and take care of it and eat its eggs occasionally. I don't think like that's a problem. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I would just say that these are like extreme edge cases wherein it would be morally um acceptable. Um, whereas in like in practical reality, it's almost always uh, going to be the case um, that it's wrong to eat eggs or to eat meat um, or to consume dairy. Awesome. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you that factory farming is wrong. And I want to, I want humanity to get away from this being normal. You're calling someone who just has, a, you're assuming that someone who has a chicken is coming from factory farming. And you're right. And that is so sad and wrong. But I actually know a lot of people who have farms, who have their own chickens. And if I wanted to get a chicken, I would probably get it from one of my friends who has bred them and, and you know, had a baby had babies and I would never support that kind of torture. So I think that we do agree with that. And so I guess what I disagree with you on, because you said that's like a really rare occasion. So you are correct. It's, it's more rare now for people to have their own chickens and farms, but my hope for humanity is that we can all grow up and become self-sufficient and that there's going to be more people in this um, like on this continent all over the place that have their own farms where um, animals are not being killed. But then you have meat eaters here. And so there are going to be farms where people are killing their animals. And I don't know how to stop other people from doing what they feel is right. I feel that it is my obligation to defend myself and then stop harm from occurring. So I think that we all agree on that. So, I mean, I, I don't know how we can stop other people from doing it other than just trying to look into our own hearts and, and do the right thing. But yeah, we definitely need to get rid of factory farming. And I don't know. And I, so, so we all agree with that here, that factory farming is totally wrong. Interesting. Yes. I haven't heard from you yet. Yeah. I mean, I think I just kind of wanted to clarify something. So my position on the egg thing, um, that's contingent upon like the only alternative being the egg rotting. Like if we have a hypothetical where it's eat the egg or it rots, can you eat it? I don't particularly care if you eat it, but I think something like that um, is hard to map out to reality, especially, especially when you consider all the externalities, like Malfi was mentioning, like where are these chickens coming from? Like, uh, because I generally think it's pretty cruel to breed them into these bodies in the first place, especially because these bodies are made to produce an amount of eggs that's far beyond what they can healthfully sustain. So I think I just wanted to <laughs> clarify that real yeah. quick. Yeah, we I'm... all disagree with factory farming and breeding and antibiotics and animals. Oh, wait, by the way, I have a really quick question. It's so good that I'll let Alex go first and then I'll ask it. Go ahead, Alex. 
Well, I, my, my big kind of issue is it's like I get it that, you know, everybody I, I'm saying I get your position that everybody should be vegan, but it's not based in reality. So, like, do you guys actually think society could actually function if we didn't use animals whatsoever? One bit use animal products or use them for any sort of, you know, use them. I guess they would only be benefit. They would only be pets. Do you think society could actually function Um because I personally do not think society could function without using animals. Because even if you say that this product, you know, is a thousand percent vegan, somewhere, somehow, an animal had to die to create that product. So, you know what I mean? Is that is it even possible for society to function without animals being harmed? Yeah. So I would be curious as to why you think that society can't function. It sounds like you're saying that in order to have a vegan society, that society would need to like not kill animals at all in the production of anything. And to me, I mean, some vegans might define veganism that way, but I don't define veganism in terms of like minimizing the animal deaths we contribute to or even minimizing suffering. I just define it in terms of respecting the moral rights of non-human animals. And I view these rights as extensions of human rights in the morally relevant contexts. Um, so I don't think veganism is categorically about avoiding animal deaths because i'm sure we can all imagine scenarios where we think it'd be fine to kill an animal like if there's one coming at you it's about to like eat your face or rip your head off like is it fine to kill that animal sure yeah. i wouldn't consider that to be like not vegan what or about animals but what about animal <laughs> testing i mean what do you think what are your position on animal testing i mean I, I don't like it but i don't think there's any other way around it because we have to test it on somebody something um and there is an order to our species i mean do you believe so you believe an animal and a human are, are exactly uh, equal? Uh, I don't value humans and non-human animals equally, but in terms of animal testing, um, I don't like it from every all of the data I've seen. It's very hard to take uh, conclusions and data and, and data with that we've gotten from animal testing and actually extrapolate that to humans because usually you can't do that um, because animals tend to have like different mechanisms that that don't always indicate how something will affect humans uh it's generally a very but you can test way. like a needle you can cool. test like Just there's a lot of stuff rest. oh sorry sorry <laughs> it's generally a very ineffective way of knowing how something will um will affect humans so uh, i mean that's just kind of my position on it that's actually what i i actually agree Alex, I don't think that animal testing is right under any circumstances. And as a paraplegic, I even saw someone take a mouse and put it on a treadmill and they paralyzed it and put it in a, like a little sling and then Whoa. stuck a carrot in front of or stuck something in front of it to try and like motivate it to try walking. And it was so traumatic for me. I would never want any animals to suffer so that I could walk again. Okay, well, this is a fact. They have they're growing this, and I can pull it up. Alex Jones talks about it. There's, what did they call it? They call it um, animal chimeras, where they're trying to grow like a human ear on the back of a mouse, or they're trying to grow like a human kidney inside of a pig. So in the future, they could use it as a transplant. So what do you guys think about crossbreeding, and uh, you know uh, your position on chimeras and uh, interspecies uh, creations? Interspecies. That's a question for you. Yeah. Like, what do you think about it? Because you, you've heard of chimeras, right? You've heard you've heard about this in China. Have you heard of this uh, sort of testing where they're trying to grow like a an ear on the back of a mouse or they're trying to grow an, a, a human organ on an animal organ's body? Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't heard of that, but I feel oh, like I got to pull it up. Here, let me pull it up. But you've never heard of that ever in your life? All right, well, no, Alex is pulling that up. I have a great question. Um, interspecies and mouthy, do you like vaccines i think they're pretty uh, dope yeah I but they're not vegan 
They have like <laughs> monkey kidney cells and human diploid cells in them. Game over. You guys aren't vegan. Well, first okay, of so... all, even if that was true, that would just be a too quick way fallacy. But sorry, I'll, I'll let Melty, I'll let Melty take over. Yeah. So I mean, of course, there's always going to be some uh, some cost benefit analysis or some threshold at which point we're going to say that if a product um, uh, creates enough good consequences, the harm that's done to animals in the um, in the uh, production of that product um, might at some point be justified. Um, there's this additional problem of um, we don't know in the case of like animal testing, for example, and in, in terms of at least like the COVID vaccines, for example, um, there was animal testing done uh, to create these vaccines, but it doesn't follow. I, from I, I have the, I have the yeah. article up that we'll, exact article. We'll come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is true that like animal testing is often done um, in the production of these kinds of vaccines, but it doesn't follow from that, that taking the vaccines actually creates more demand for more animal testing to be done. Um, yes, it so does. That's Just like thing. eating them. Just like eating well, no, no, animals. No. In fact, if you inject the... an animal into your bloodstream, then you're creating a market no, 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 for no. it. If that's, nobody that's gets the vaccine, then fact, they'll stop doing it to animals. No, no, no. In fact, if you don't get the vaccine, it's likely that there will be other vaccine companies that are then going to say, oh, shit, we have this big conglomerate of people who aren't taking the vaccines for some reason. And so these companies are then going to become more incentivized to create a vaccine that will reach that group of people. So in fact, not taking a vaccine in all likelihood is probably going to create more animal testing rather than less. No, because I'm going to tell you something. These people that you hear about that aren't getting the vaccine, they're never going to get any vaccine, no matter what. You should start hanging out with people that are anti-vax. You will learn so much. There is no way, no possible way that a real person who calls them vegan would get a vaccine. This debate is over. I won. That there is, is no true. possible way that you can take that a vaccine and be vegan. This is a game over, right, Alex? Did yeah. we win? Well, well, there's, they use egg products to 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 make the the vaccine. I mean, that's a fact. You can't be pro vaccine and be vegan. That's impossible. I can't believe it. This is the best yes, win I've so, ever had on this channel. Let's hear, well, let's hear what they have to say. Let's hear what they say. But you can't because they use won. animal the products. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, firstly, with regards to like the COVID vaccine, right? So, like, let's say that taking the vaccine created some percentage chance that more animals um, are going to have to be tested on, right? Um, of course, me and interspecies are both going to say that there's some threshold at which point if, uh, if a product creates, right? Like if a product, for example, saves millions of humans from dying of a disease, which the COVID vaccine is likely to do, then the few animals that were experimented on uh, it's probably a um it's probably it's worth the it to you it's worth it to you you lose you lose if you say it's worth it you yeah lose. so okay really quickly so, it's worth it to hurt just, and to, look okay yeah, yeah, like it's wait, one really thing quickly. to slit them okay, slitter okay, really really this, but just yeah, okay. restore order so yeah so firstly what i want to do because there's a lot of these weird um interpretations of what veganism means right so if you go to the vegan society definition um, it says veganism is a philosophy and a way of living which seeks to exclude as far as is possible and practicable all forms of exploitation of and cruelty uh, to animals for food, clothing or any other purpose. 
Um, and I mean, there's always like, of course, that I'm not going to fully agree with that definition or any definition that one could give. Um, but I would say that vegans in general um, are never going to take the position that doing anything which would harm an animal is bad. So, for example, let's take roads, right? Um, roads probably kill animals, right? Um, through road kill. I would never advocate for road abolition, right? Um, in the same way that roads kill humans, and we seem to be okay with that as a society because the benefits outweigh um, the few humans who die uh, as a result of roads existing. Um, in the same way that just because like me or interspecies is going to say that in some cases, right, the benefits we get from something like roads um, is going to outweigh the animal suffering. That doesn't mean that we're therefore okay with um, uh, that doesn't mean that we're therefore okay with farming and eating humans or um, raping humans so that, and then taking their babies away from them so that we can use their milk or something. So you think um, they're nice to them at the vaccine testing clinic? You think they're really nice to the babies? But it's, it's okay for that to happen for your vaccine. No, is that your point is, my point is twofold. Is that right? it's morally Alex, okay for those do, animals? Alex, though? we heard your question. We do have to yeah. hear from Alfie. So my point is twofold, right? On the one hand, there is going to be some threshold where if we subject an animal to some degree of suffering and it saves millions of people's lives, then I would be okay with that. In the same way that I would be okay with doing the exact same thing to a human. If we could subject a human to some large degree of suffering and in doing so save the lives of millions of other humans, I would be completely okay with that. And I think most other people would be as well. Um, no, no. Okay. Well, right. I can, we can, we can check for consistency uh, for that in a minute, but the point is just that on the one hand, we have this threshold where if you're saving enough lives, most people are going to be okay with subjecting a being to some degree of, of suffering. And the other thing is that, like I said earlier, um, it's not at all clear that taking a vaccine that was tested on animals is going to lead to demand for more animals being tested on. Um, in fact, the opposite could be the case. If other com uh, vaccine companies see that you haven't taken a vaccine, then they're going to try and come up with a new vaccine and market it in a different way that might appeal to people who haven't taken the first vaccine, which so, will lead so, to more. Wait, Malfi, answer vaccine, this. Right? And, well, will you just answer this. Are you okay with this? I, I just want to answer this question. Well. Are you okay? Are you okay with medical companies using animals, vaccine companies especially, using animals to test vaccines? Um, no, I don't think in general that's a good, that's an okay thing. I mean, Okay. So, for example, there was one so you study think that, that is was, bad. Alex, you think we should have a chance to respond? You asked the question. Yeah. yeah, in general, yeah, I think so. Um, so, for example, there was one study that was conducted by Pfizer. It's totally unrelated to the COVID thing. Um, but basically, it came to the conclusion that um, only 5 to 25% of the substances that were harmful to humans also have adverse effects on experimental uh, animals, which means that one would be better off tossing a coin than relying on animal experience, animal experiments to answer the question of, um, uh, you know, whether or not a, a given uh, medication or vaccine is likely yeah, to be. But harmful none of that matters because vaccine on, companies Alex, do, do use the them regardless. Yeah, but companies are still using them regardless of whether they should or not, whether you think so, it works or not. Well, These your companies, question. But, but I'm saying their companies do think it works, so they're never going to stop doing it. So I that's, think that's, that's, that's completely irrelevant. Your, your question was whether or not I think it's necessary. Okay, well, is not it whether necessary? or not companies do. Interspecies, any thoughts? 
Yeah, so I think at this point it might be worth it to get into normative ethics a little bit. So I don't think Malthy or I hold like a hard deontological stance against like hurting animals or whatever. And like to hold a deontological stance against something means that you're against it in every single case, every single like conceivable case, no matter how much you like scale up the suffering of like not violating the right of someone, right? I think Malthy and I generally tend to ascribe to like uh, a form of like threshold deontology where you can do things that we typically think of as bad um, beyond a certain threshold. So if like doing the bad thing creates like a, a sufficient amount of utility, you can do it. Or if doing the bad thing prevents a sufficient amount of suffering, you can do it. And in the case of like animal testing for the vaccines, I think we can agree that like what they're actually doing to the animals is wrong. But I don't know that not taking the vaccines would actually address the issue of animal testing because like Malthy pointed out, it doesn't seem impossible that it'll just create more animal testing. Um, and also it's possible that not taking the vaccine would just create this like absurd amount of disutility. So perhaps like the answer to addressing our issues with animal testing isn't necessarily to like not get vaccines. It seems like the more pragmatic approach would be things like just advocating reform and change. Um, so I think that that's just kind of like my take on the vaccine thing. May I respond? Go for it. Okay. So, um, yes, uh, I agree that we all agree that it would be better if the vaccines did not use animal testing. And you, um, Malfi, you said that if, like, for example, the COVID vaccine didn't use animal testing, then some other vaccine company would come up and create something with animal testing. Well, that's like the same no, no, thing no, as saying... That's not exactly what I said. Oh, I'm sorry. Will you repeat what you said about that? Yeah. So my claim is just that if you don't take the COVID vaccine, then there is some chance that other companies are going to look at that and say, hey, there's this big conglomerate of people who haven't yet taken the vaccine. And they don't know why that is, right? They might think it's maybe it's because uh, of an issue of how the original vaccine was marketed. So they might think, okay, well, maybe if we create a different vaccine, market it differently, maybe try and get the endorsement of Trump or something to appeal to conservatives who think that the current vaccine is a Democrat conspiracy or something like that, then, um, then maybe we can get these people to take our vaccine and make money from it. Um, and so... Then when they do that, that's going to lead to even more animal testing. So the point I'm just making is that in the case of, you know, say eating animal products, it's absolutely clear that the act of eating an animal product or purchasing an animal product is going to create demand signals, which then leads to more rights violations and more suffering. Whereas I don't think that a parallel claim could be made about um, uh, taking a vaccine. Okay, but like, isn't that kind of like saying, okay, you've got this factory farm, and we want them to stop doing that. But if they stop doing that, then isn't another company going to come by and say, oh, they're not doing it. So now we're going to do it. So I think the answer is that everybody needs to collectively decide not to factory farm an animal test. So I don't agree with your argument, especially because the reason why people don't take vaccines is because they don't work. It's a complete hoax and they're killing right. people. It's not well, that's because a different topic. Of a specific we do thing. have to go back to the veganism topic. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, sorry, Intra, if you want to get in at any at any point, just let me know. Well, um, I'd like to do a screen share and show you guys talked about the chimeras and, and uh, the animal testing, the animal human hybrid testing. If uh, okay. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll just really quickly. I don't think that Rose, um, I don't think that your um, 
your your analogy um, really works, right? Because if you stop eating animal products, then that's going to lead to uh, that's going to lead to um, a farm uh, creating less animals to be eaten, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. Is if you're eating animal products, then you're creating demand signals for that company to produce more animals um, because they see that people are eating them, right? Whereas taking a vaccine, it's like the animal testing has already been done, right? It's not like for every new vaccine that gets produced, they test on a new animal, right? Um, are so the, I think are that's animals already dead breaks. when we eat them? Isn't that the same thing as well? They already, yeah, but I you didn't kill them. They already you can actually, you can actually cut meat off a horse and eat it and keep the horse alive. Did you know that? Ew. Yeah, you can. And by the way, Alex, you were talking about eating a dead animal off the road, and I don't think it's healthy to eat an animal that's already dead on the road. Just so you know, Alex, I really don't want you to hurt yourself. Well, it's good to use his hide. It's good to use his hide. Uh, you make a, a coonskin hat. You can do a lot of stuff with a raccoon, a dead raccoon, a lot of uh, get the oil from it. But more importantly, I want to do a share screen. I want to show you guys what I'm talking about. Okay, this as much uh, as we want to see oh, sh- these uh, strange creatures. It no, no, might... it's legal. No, it's legal. It's Newsweek. It's Newsweek. Come on, just show it, James. Let me show you what I'm so talking you, about. Just... What was the story? These are mice with ears grown out of no, their No, just, just show it. Just show it. They Relax. It. It's already on screen. Okay. okay, 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 okay. I don't know if you can see it. Sorry. Um. So basically, a uh, controversial human monkey chimera has been created in China, according to a, a new report. And this is from Newsweek, which we'd all you know agree that is somewhat of a reputable news source. Scientists in China have reportedly created part human part monkey chimera embryos for the first time the team hope the technique will bring animals used to grow human organs for transplantation a step closer a spain's el paez newspaper reported an international team of scientists working in china genetically modified the embryos of monkeys by turning off the genes which create organs and then inserted human stem cells stem cells are special because they become another type of cell in the body such as a nerve or muscle cell the approach involves the embryo of a species which is a few days old and human embryonic stem cells brought together in a way which would enable them to grow harmoniously according to the mit technology review now on top of that now we're, we're going to go to this we're going to go to uh, Times of Israel, China's human animal chimeras for vaccine development. So right here, recent re- uh, revelations by the U- uh, U.S. National Institute of Health had been a uh, funding gain of function research in the Wuhan lab has shown a spotlight on China's controversial research in the biomedical sciences. Uh, gain of function research is taking a pathogen and altering it to make it more de- deadly and infectious. And the U.S. government had placed a research moratorium from 2014 to 2017 on three potential pandemic path- pathogens of influenza, Middle East respiratory syndrome and severe acute respiratory syndrome. Not only does China engage in this, but here, let, let me show you this. China provide uh, provide legal loopholes for chimeric research. Due to more stringent uh, regulations of public health and bioethics in the U.S. and Western countries, American and European scientists tend to uh, tend to outsource GOF and chimeric research to China, where it does not face such restrictions. So basically, in so all Alex that, Jones was right. <laughs> yes, this is real. Yeah, it's the human chimera. This is this is really going on. There's, you can look it up. There's three human chimeras that already exist. Um, so the news that researchers want to create human animal chimeras has generated controversy recently and may conjure up ideas about Frankensteinist experiments, but chimeras aren't always man-made. And there are a number of examples of human chimeras that already exist. So what I'm saying is they're using research and they're using technology, uh, to be able to save lives. And now, I mean, is that sad? I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but is that necessary? Yes, dude. And listen, I'm, I don't want to freaking take a vaccine up my ass. It makes me, well, I think the vaccine doesn't make you gay, but if you got the vaccine, you are gay. I think that's how it works, but it's not about the vaccine. What I'm saying is we're going to go back to veganism. 
Yeah, so what I'm saying is, <laughs> is we got to test. We got to test on some of these animals, dude. So these, I, I love animals. I'm an animal lover, but you're not based in reality if you're not using animals for our benefit. I mean, it's just part of the natural order of society, just like the freaking, um, like Kyle, my cat, eats a bird. We'll give I, have, I have a question. And Mouthy a chance to respond because there was a lot there. I promise we'll come back to your question, Rose. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I mean, so I just, like, if your definition of veganism is never supporting doing anything which would hurt an animal, then, I mean, I think you would be right, but based on a proprietary definition of veganism that really nobody else uses, right? Um, like, I've never heard a single vegan who's going to say that we should abolish roads and abolish civilization because roads kill animals and we need to kill animals to, like, grow crops and stuff. Like, I mean, pretty clearly, it seems to me that the position of veganism is just the position that animals should be treated um, with some level of moral dignity and moral consideration, which we do, which we don't currently treat them in, which means that it's not okay to farm them and torture them and kill them and eat them because we like how they taste. It's not okay to torture them and kill them because we like how leather looks on our belts. Um, well, that's yeah. not true. I'm a leather daddy, so that is okay. As being a leather daddy, Ew. it's just... Okay, can I ask my question now? Yeah, yes. go for it. For the, for the opposing team. Okay, so you said that in some cases, it might be okay for one person to experience some level of suffering for the benefit of a large uh, group of people. Is that correct? That's right. Okay, so who do you pick to be that person that suffers? And also, does that apply to animals? What if I say, I'm going to kill this cow to eat, and then all of the other cows can live? Does that apply? Or because I'm a human, I don't have that decision because well, it I have seems the ability like, to make that decision. Well, it seems like in that case, you not eating the one cow wouldn't cause all the other cows to live. Now, if you were going to like come up with a scenario where somebody walks up to you and they say, hey, either you're going to buy this steak or I'm going to go out and personally slaughter a million cows, then I would say, yeah, you should eat the steak. Um, now, the thing is, right, um, if you're going to hold the position uh, contrary to this, I don't think we've necessarily thought through what this would entail, right? So this would entail, for example, if you had two options, right? Either one, you violate somebody's rights or you subject to someone to some degree of suffering, right? Um, obviously, that's prima facie like a bad thing. Um, now, let's say in a hypothetical situation, if you don't violate this person's rights or if you don't subject them to some level of suffering, literally uh, an infinite number of children will be tortured and raped to death. Um, do you still think it would be bad to subject this one person uh, to some level of suffering if that was the outcome, if you're literally preventing infinite child rape and, and torture. If I, I was that person, myself, I wouldn't. I can't bring myself to be responsible for death. I couldn't be the one to say, Mouthy, you're the one. I'm sacrificing you to be the one so that Alex and Interspecies and I can be okay. I wouldn't be able to be that person. But if someone else did that's on them 
So that's yeah. my, this is a very, in, this is a way more interesting conversation than I thought it was going to be. This is great, you guys. This is awesome. Well, I, I'm really sad that we didn't get more interspecies with interspecies talking about the chimeras. So what do you think about <laughs> interspecies? Should I be able to go like, like, listen, there's a, a Viagra, like they test Viagra on these animals. I sometimes I take Viagra or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that okay that they tested the Viagra on the animal? I mean, why should I feel guilty about that? Well, I don't, I don't particularly like that, but I think if we go back to kind of what Matthew and Rose were talking about, I think the issue is less about whether you would like it and more about whether you think it's like morally permissible because sometimes those two things can diverge, right? Like you personally might not want to like kill one person to save like an infinite universe's worth of people from being tortured, but you might still think it's morally permissible to do it, even if you personally couldn't bring yourself to do it. Yeah. Can we try to bring this down back down to figure out a context that is based in reality that we can actually imagine as occurring instead of instead of these abstract theories like not, I'm not saying that I can't I'm not saying that I have one I'm let's work together and let's try to figure out let's bring it back down to earth where we have factory farms and vegans and meat eaters and sure stuff. I mean thinking about like you know the infinite holocaust or whatever I mean these yeah. can be like pretty fantastical but I could even like I mean to give a slightly less fantastical example you know i could say hey um i want you right now to go you know slap alex in the face or something like that um and if you don't do it i'm going to go to my local store and buy like a hacksaw and create a uh child torture factory um that i then operate over the course of my life like massacring millions of children um would you say that it's wrong in that case to slap alex or do you think that like it, you you would have to have some greater level of harm done to Alex in order to make it bad. In which case, what if I said you had to, I don't know, uh, test a medicine on Alex, or I'm going to do that to, you know, thousands of children. Um, yeah. Well, I just don't think that that's that realistic. I really don't think <laughs> that you would ever do that. But I think that I, if I went to Alex and say, Alex, you're never, the psychopath is going to kill children unless I slap you. And then Jeffrey Alex Epstein's say, already me. dead. Alex would say, go ahead and slap me. Alex, wouldn't you say, yes, you can slap me? And then it's uh, voluntary and I slap you and everyone's... Now, about the medicine testing, though, I don't think I would want Alex to be tested. I think I would try to figure out a way to stop you. Maybe I would have to kill you to stop you from making the torture device for children. See, we have to have our, use our imagination and use an individual, make an individual decision based on individual situa like situations. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when it comes, yeah, oh sorry, Matthew. No, go for it. Yeah. So when it comes to the vaccine thing, I think it. I think Matthew brought up a point a while ago that seems important to bring up again, which is the fact that we have to give a consideration to whether we're actually generating rights violations by virtue of taking the vaccine. Because he kind of pointed out that the animal testing has been done, and that sucks. But are we really generating more animal testing by virtue of the fact that we're taking like the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine? Um, and that doesn't seem clear to me. But in the case of animal agriculture, it absolutely does seem clear because those industries exist solely as long as people continue funding them. It's not like they kill some animals once and then we just have like this infinite supply of meats. Um, so I think I think there is a bit of a disanalogy there. Yeah, and just to to, to add on to that, um, I know like I understand, um, or I guess to address something that was also being said, um, I understand. You know, of course, it would be preferable. You know, if you went up to you know Alex and you said like, "Hey, this guy says if I don't slap him in the face, he's going to kill children," he would probably say yes. But um, 
but at the same time, um, the the point that I would then make is that assuming Alex said no, you would still by your um, in virtue of your sort of moral system that you've laid out, you would have to say that if Alex didn't want to be slapped, then it's wrong to slap Alex, even if slapping Alex prevented me uh, prevented like hundreds of children from being tortured and murdered. And I just I don't see that as um, I'd as, I guess a plausible moral him. position. I'd probably slap him and then ask him for forgiveness. So so you do think it's okay to subject someone to suffering in order if it prevents a sufficient amount of harm? Just Alex. Just I've had a lot of stuff tested on me. My dad used to do a bunch of tests on me. Uh, he used to test the cigarettes on me, a bunch of stuff uh, to see if I, if I was as good as the ashtray. Uh, uh, so yeah, oh and guess what? And guess what? I was better than the ashtray because he asked a lot of cigarettes on me. So what I'm here to say is, guys, I get it. You're a vegan. You're a vegan. But y'all know that it's not based in reality and that y'all still sometimes have to use animal products. So this is what I'm saying. I don't even think that your position, I think morally, I get it. Like, I get where you guys are coming from. But do you ever think that in a society, like, let's look at Yulin, the Yulin Dog Meat Festival in China. Makes me sick. Every uh, June 21st during the summer solstice in China, they have a huge culture where they take every single, uh, they find all these dogs. And uh, you can look this up. It's called the Yulin Dog Meat Festival. And they eat, cook and eat these dogs because they believe through the summer solstice, it'll give them stronger erections throughout the year. This is a fact. You can look at the Yulin Dog Meat Festival. And they've had all kinds of celebrities try to shut it down. In cultures like that, will they ever be able to change? Are you ever going to be able to tell a person in Yulin whose family has been eating dogs for 500 years that they're ever going to stop eating dogs? And I love dogs and cats. I'm just saying, do y'all think based in reality, it's even possible for the world to stop eating animals or using animals uh, and treating, excuse me, treating animals? Is it possible to ever treat all animals fairly and not cruelly? Well, I think I think um, there's a difference between whether it's possible and whether it would be optimal if it happened. Right. Yeah. Because it might be true that like we'll never live in a world that will be fully vegan. It might be true that we'll never live in a world where people stop slaughtering animals. But that doesn't ma- actually make it OK. And it doesn't sort of negate the fact that like veganism is still like the morally virtuous option to pursue. Um, and we can still pursue it as much as we possibly can. And I would draw the analogy between like that and something like murder, right? Like we'll never live in a world where humans aren't murdering each other, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't seek to implement like anti-murder laws as much as possible. And the fact I agree that with people- that. But what about the death penalty? I'm anti-death penalty because if you, if w- there have been people that have been on death row that got uh, were mm-hmm. murdered uh, and they were found to be unguilty. So I, oh, I disagree with the death penalty. That's funny. That yeah, I agree, I agree with your stance on oh. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. That just because something is not probable doesn't mean that we shouldn't try. And we all, as humans, should always try, 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 try to do the right thing, the best that we could possibly do. And I think that that's what all of us want. It's just that we all have different experiences. We've been exposed to different information, and that's why these conversations are so important because we're sharing information. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, we, we tend to agree on a lot of stuff. So it's, <laughs> I feel like a lot of this is a matter of trying to find things we disagree on and then debating that. But but it's fun. But, yeah. Do you guys think that um, we're well, talking about uh, compulsory things like animal testing and, and making people do things and, and causing harm? How do you guys feel about mandatory vaccination of human beings? Do you think that uh, that, that is appropriate in terms of human rights? Um. So I... That, that's actually an interesting question, and I'll probably just be like like brainstorming here or like spitballing ideas or whatever, but I think I would 
maybe intuitively be less inclined to say that like the government should like make it illegal to not get vaccinated but i still think that like if there's certain businesses or whatever that that want to say like hey like you can't come in here unless you're vaccinated that that's fine um so. okay cool i'm glad you didn't say that you want people to be held down by <laughs> military men and stabbed with a needle i do they don't i want to be held down i want somebody to hold me down and stick something in me that uh, i don't want oh my god that's a fantasy i have i don't i don't know i can't control those fantasies that this i have might I think be a time a good time to go into the q a okay, sure. <laughs> want to say yeah. I fast. <laughs> any last thoughts from anyone except alex <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I would just say that, again, I agree with like a lot of what's been said here. Um, but I think just the issue is, um, I don't think that veganism or a vegan position requires that somebody say that it's never bad to do, or that it's never morally permissible to do anything that would lead to the suffering of an animal. I think obviously that would be a preposterous position. Um, and I don't think many, many vegans really hold to that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the position of veganism, as I understand it, is just like to whatever degree is actually like possible and practical, we should be treating, well, we should be treating animals with moral consideration, um, which means in general doing as little harm to them as possible or practical. Um, now, that's not going to mean that we can never do harm to animals, just in the same way that most people agree that all humans should be treated with moral consideration, but almost nobody's going to say that you can never do anything that harms a human. Um, so yeah, I mean, me, me and interspecies aren't advocating that we never harm an animal. We're just saying that we consider um, we there should be some strong justifying reason if we're going to harm an animal in the same way that there should be some strong justifying reason if we're going to uh, harm a person, right? I mean, that's really, since the outset, what me and interspecies have been arguing for is just um, that we remain consistent in terms of how we treat animals and humans. Awesome. I, I love everything that you guys said today. I think this has been a, a really great uh, conversation. And uh, I would just say that I agree with veganism. I would like to be vegan. I have an addiction to cheese and I am like on the phone with multiple people on a regular basis trying to resolve this issue. And um, I think that it is possible to drink raw milk and have eggs from animals that are not harmed, especially if you get them from a organic, you know, a neighbor that's also loved the parents and the grandparents and the great grandparents, that would be the optimal situation to consume eggs and dairy. And I also think that there are a lot of people out there with different medical issues and they come from different regions and everybody, you know, has different um, needs in terms of health, but bottom line, ethically, it's wrong to cause harm to living beings. And so we should just try not to do that. Hey, what's more ethical, cow milk or human breast milk, in, in y'all's opinion? Well, it depends on the suffering that's occurred. What if the Cambodian woman that you're drinking a best breast milk from, Alex, what if she suffered somehow, but the cow that I get my raw milk from, which I don't, but I'm just saying, if I did get raw milk, um, that Tisha be... suffers a lot. She's, she has her passport taken away from it. The woman I get her the breast milk from, she suffers a lot, to be honest. But I would like to get their opinion on it. What is more, what's more ethically worse, drinking a human's breast milk or drinking a cow's breast milk? I think generally in the context that it tends to occur, it's probably worse to consume the milk of the cow. Um, but you could, I think, conceive of some circumstances where it would be the opposite, 
Um, like if like if a cow was impregnated naturally, her baby died, the milk was building up, she was experiencing a lot of pain. So maybe you milked it to relieve her of that. And then like the human breast milk came from like a woman who was like tied down and tortured for her milk or something like that. Right. Like I, I think in a situation like Tastes that. Tastes better that way, to be honest. But just oh go ahead. Oh my gosh, you're such okay. a weirdo. <laughs> what? I don't, I've never, I, I mean, I, that's just what I heard read on online forums. But go we'll ahead. We'll jump into the, the uh, Q&A here. Do want to remind you folks, our guests are linked in the description, and that includes if you're listening via the podcast. Folks, we're on podcast. I highly encourage you, if you're listening via podcast, check out our guest links there as well as we put them in the description box for both platforms. And we're going to jump into it right now. This first question coming in from Bubblegum Gun says, plants are conscious, everything is murder, morals are spooks. If you're against eating eggs and you want to be consistent, you have to be anti-abortion as well. Okay, I think there's a lot of assumptions being made there. When you say consciousness, it kind of depends on how you're defining it, because when I think of that, I think that implies the existence of some sort of mind and sentience, which I'm unconvinced plants have. Um, and I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what else to say to that. Um, with respect to the egg thing, I'm not, I'm not sure how it necessarily follows that being against consuming eggs means you have to be against abortion. I think you could take some stances against egg consumption that would lead to that, but it doesn't seem impossible that you could provide some sort of argument that doesn't entail that. So I think that that tends to be contextual and depends on the vegan. You got it. Thanks very much. Then this question coming in from do appreciate Colorado biker. Good to see you. It says, do vegans have a problem with lab cultured and grown meat? Uh, no, I think it's pretty cool. Gotcha. Same thing, interspecies. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I generally think lab-grown meat is a great thing, especially when you consider like the implications or, or consequences it could have for the meat industry. I think it'll probably be the single most devastating thing to the meat industry, which is why I look forward to seeing it mass-produced, and I look forward to seeing the propaganda that the meat industry puts out in an attempt to dissuade people from consuming it. <laughs> I'm excited for it, too, to, to be honest. And the Impossible Whopper, did you know the Impossible Whopper that's offered at Burger King made from plant-based meat? has enough soy in it to uh, uh, puberty block a six-month-old baby if you feed an entire uh, 800 burger. 800 million times more estrogen. Yeah, 800 million, yeah, I know. So I do not give it to... I see a source for that. Well, I know. I've been feeding them to a lot of babies, but what I'm just oh. saying is, yeah, uh, just trust me on that one. Roger okay, Polak. I'll trust you on it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Roger, for your question, who says, quote, no vegan would get a vaccine, unquote, is equal to the no true Scotsman fallacy. Yeah, I, I don't think... know what that is. I get I it. I get it. A vegan, you're going to say, oh, you know, I have to take this. But if there was a vaccine, whether Moderna or Pfizer, one was animal, had animal products and one didn't, you would be obligated to take the non-animal products one, wouldn't you? Yeah, assuming it didn't have any other, like, super horrible consequences, like, assuming it's not going to give me cancer in, like, five years. Well, and also, there's this question of, like, it's not exactly clear that taking a vaccine creates demand for more animal testing. Um, but if we were postulating, for example, that we could be confident that, let's say like in a hypothetical scenario, every time they produce a vaccine, they test a new animal or something like that, then I would have a problem with it. And then I would say that if there's a vaccine that doesn't use that testing, then you should use that one. 
Malfi, but this is one thing too, and I'm an ultra conspiracy theorist. You're going to say I'm nutty, but when Pfizer does its own study and says that when they use animal testing, they don't use that many animals, it's probably the exact opposite. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm basing this thing. If they do their own study and you read Pfizer's own study and they say, oh, well, we only actually, for vaccines, you know, we're, we're testing a vaccine for seven and a half billion people, but we don't need very many animals. And, and, and the fact that that vaccine is going to open up doors to so many other new vaccines and new variants, yada, 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 where they're going to have to use animals for. But I get it. You're going to say it doesn't make, doesn't need more animals but when you look at pfizer's own statement if they say it it's probably the opposite of it because big pharma it like and this is what i'm saying in america insulin costs 200 in mexico it's two dollars america is one of the only countries where big pharma can actually advertise on tv so if you don't realize that's for a for-profit business and a for-profit business is going to lie to make money you can't trust them in my opinion Next up. May I say that I also uh, really do like the fake meats. I enjoy them to eat every now and then, but I don't think that these synthetic meats are very healthy. I think that there are a lot of chemicals and that people who want to be healthy, there are ways to just eat whole foods and nothing that looks like meat. And you can still have a wonderful, delicious diet without the soy. If you wanted to, it's up to you. You got it, and Raw nakedness. Thanks for your super chat. Says you can test vaccines without animals via PCR. Yeah, I mean, if there's ways to do it without testing on animals, definitely that would be preferable. I think um, a lot, like we keep bringing this point up, but a lot of it seems to come down to like, are we generating more rights violations by taking the vaccine? Doesn't seem like we are. And even if we were, you also have to consider like the disutility or utility of our consequences, because like Mouthy and I were talking about before, we can engage in things that we would typically find to be immoral, given the fact, given that like it, it reaches a certain threshold. Um but yeah, definitely be better to, to produce them without testing on animals. I feel like that's pretty uncontroversial. You got it. And thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from Rolling Rock says, do Rose and Alex know what utilitarianism and consequentialism are? Yeah, I mean, uh, is utilitarianism yeah. where you're trying to get the the greatest outcome with the littlest amount of effort? Or do I have that wrong? I'm sorry. Um. Well, uh, utilitarianism, there's generally two kinds. There's um, preference utilitarianism and um, hedonistic utilitarianism. Both of them are forms of consequentialism. Consequentialism is just the action that produces the best outcome is the action that we should do, um, sort of like an ends justify the means type thing. Um, and then utilitarianism is a form of consequentialism wherein the best consequences cashes out in terms of either the consequence that leads to the greatest amount of overall like pleasant psychological experiences or um, that allows the most uh, the greatest amount of um, preferences that people have to be met. Gotcha. Thank you very much. And this question coming in from the crawdaddy 29 says mouthy sacrificed his humanity to defend veganism in the face of animal testing. But Rose is an anti-V-A-X-X-E-R. So I guess nobody wins. <laughs> I don't understand what's being said, but... Um, he yeah. disagrees with both of us. Well, I mean, I get, I get that they don't like Rose's position on V-A-X, but they say Mouthy sacrificed his humanity to defend oh. veganism in the face of animal testing. Yeah, I mean, if it sounds like this person is just taking a hardline deontology approach where they're going to say that it's always wrong to subject a being to some amount of suffering or violate their rights in some way, 
if that rights, even uh, like regardless of the consequences that are caused by that rights violation. And I would just say, like, if you're going to be consistent about that position, then you're going to have to say that violating like one person's right, even by like slapping them or something, um, that can never be justified, even if in slapping somebody, you were preventing infinite like galaxies of people from being tortured to death. Um, and I, and that's why I think like a hardline deontology is going to be an implausible uh, approach to ethics, I guess. In the abstract, I understand this, but I just want to say that if there was a situation where I had to choose between one ridiculous thing and another ridiculous thing like this or human torture um in in if we can imagine a realistic situation where that would be occurring someone is making the decision that this situation is even existing so why not just kill that person kill the person making the decision so that none of this bullshit is happening yeah so i mean the the hypothetical is just meant to show like these are the consequences of saying that it's always wrong to do a rights violation regardless of the consequences. Now we could say like maybe in some hypotheticals the best option would be to, you know, kill the person who's giving you this option. But that's then I could just and you're killing them but it's yeah, out sure. of self-defense. It's not but actually then I could, violence. It's uh defense using force. Yeah, I mean I I agree with you that if possible that would be the best option. But then I could just postulate, well actually I don't know if I would kill some, well I I guess I probably would. Um if they were ready to kill like infinite people but um yeah then i could just postulate a hypothetical wherein okay well let's say for some reason you just don't have the ability to kill this person maybe they're much stronger than you you don't have any weapons or i don't know something like that and the point then stands um that you would have to assuming that that third option isn't available you would have to prefer you know, causing infinite genocide and infinite torture as opposed to just slapping someone in the face, which I think is sort of the core of why I find the that sort of a position not very plausible. You got it. Thank you very much for this question. And also, thank you so much, Stephen. We appreciate your support. Appreciate the super sticker. Bubblegum Gun says plants feel fear. They love and hate. <laughs> Look it up. I think he's trolling. Mathra Yoshi, thank you very much, says, hey, Alex, how do you handle the fact that long-term side effects of the Rona cause long-lasting erectile dysfunction in the unvaxxed population? Stop watching television. I don't have to worry about that because I have uh, Viagra that was tested on a sheep in China, a chimera with a human penis that was grown on its back. And guess what? Raw card. So I don't have that problem. Not worried about it. Never will be. Let's go. Duly noted. Liam R., thanks for your question says for interest species what are your thoughts on veganism uh maybe just a general uh whatever you think would be interesting to everybody feel free to share yeah i mean i think veganism's good (laughs) um um i think i'm like i'm like struggling to answer this question because i'm not but um i think um there should be a consideration to how we approach veganism, of course, because I've seen vegans define it in, in ways that I think commits them to like really weird positions. Um, one notable example is just veganism is about minimizing suffering. And a lot of them say that without realizing it commits them to like negative utilitarian ethics. And then I see them, you know, get spanked in debates because of that, because they'll, they'll debate someone who kind of knows how to reductio that position. So um 
I guess generally if we're talking about veganism, it's great. We just kind of have to be careful in how we approach it. We should be careful in our wording and consider the, the implicit arguments and what we're saying and what the entailments of those arguments are. But for everyone who can be vegan, I think you definitely should be vegan. You got it. <laughs> thank you very much. And thank you very much for this question coming in from Anthony Beyond. He says, Modern Day Debate rocks. Thank you for your kind words. It says, J- so does James. I appreciate that. That means a lot, Anthony. And it says, I don't have a dog in this fight, but question, would subsistence hunting be considered immoral in the vegan worldview god bless and you might want to just for anybody who uh doesn't know what subsistence hunting means i can't remember myself if you want to define that as you uh answer the question i think that means hunting to eat the food but i don't know if that means hunting to eat the food because it's the only option or because that's just what you want to do so i would be i would want him to um clarify (laughs) God. Yeah, I, I agree with that, actually. Like, it's going to depend, like, if subsistence farming is just like, I'm farming to subsist, uh, or I'm hunting to subsist, rather. Um, but if I wanted to, I could subsist in some other way, then yeah, I would say that's wrong. You got it. So think- basically, you guys are like anti-McDonald's, but if you're out in the woods and you have to kill a you know, squirrel or something to survive, that's okay. Yeah, if you if you had to in order to survive, then sure. I think I would just die. (laughs) I don't think I could. I don't think I could either. Yeah, Yeah. I think there is a distinction. We're kind of talking about this earlier, but perhaps a distinction to be made between like what we might do and probably what's actually moral to do, because I question the morality of of that. But like, I think a lot of people who might question the morality of that might actually resort to killing to survive. So okay, I I, I have a. Listen, I think it's more immoral to have sex with an animal to kill it. What do you guys think? What's immoral to have sex with an animal or to kill it? That's a serious question. What's more immoral? I it's reject more the immoral. question. Well, it's more immoral. <laughs> What's more immoral to kill a human or to rape a human? I don't think. I think they're both bad. I think Are killing is probably worse. Okay, so you think killing's worse? What do you think? But then uh, living with it for the rest of your life in torture, like PTSD symptom, or maybe if you get your butthole uh, ripped open. Would and you have rather be bag? so? So would you rather be raped or murdered, Rose? I don't know. I think I'd rather be murdered. I think. Wow. I'd rather be raped. Just because I know All too right. much we about that. Mind. Back into Liam R. <laughs> thank you for your question. Says for intra. Oh, we got that one. And then there is a new question. This one coming in from Ben. Appreciate it. Ben says, what would have to be shown to Alex or Rose to convince them to go vegan? Wait, no, that person probably didn't see hear me in the beginning. I have been vegetarian for 25 years. I'm temporarily reintroducing fish right now, temporarily as an experiment for my health, but I want to be vegan. And the only reason I'm not is because I have some kind of physical addiction to cheese. I'm not kidding. I've been trying to get off of it for quite a while. And when I eat it, especially if it's like the kind from the supermarket that you know comes from uh, processed factory farming, that there are other animals that suffered in order for that cheese to be harvested. So I am not perfect and i i want to i would like to be vegan i don't know if it's the most healthy thing for my body but i've never done it officially without cheese in order to find out what it would do for me 
So that's what I have to say about that. What about you, Alex? What would you do to give up cheese? How would you I give mean, up cheese? I mean, I'm a cheese nut. Like I said, I'm, I'm a plant-based pimp. I'm prime time. So I don't eat meat. I go to uh, the Burger King. I get the Impossible Whopper, but it has regular cheese on it. So I, do I want to go vegan? No, all the way, because I think I need the honey from a bee. I like the honey from a bee. And you know what? I, I think uh, some animal products are good. Uh, so, yeah, no, I would never necessarily go vegan because I love the animal. I would all, I will always uh, respect the animal. So if something has an egg in it, a cake, for example, or a cookie, I'm not going to freak out because I think that animal, uh, you know, it's okay, in my opinion. Next up, feel Fred Farkle, thanks for your question, said, did Tucker Carlson flat earther just bring up the summer solstice where does the sun come up in your flat earth worldview alex Mm. that day well that's when the sun is closest to earth so that's the day of the most sun so that's when the sun is closest and the sun does have a pattern where it comes closer and further uh to the earth throughout the year and that's just the day that it's closest to summer solstice so that's the day of the most light so that's how i think i mean that's why i think that the that's when the sun is the closest to the earth Gotcha. And Mothra Yoshi, thanks for your question. Said, dude, who say they are rock hard aren't rock hard. Thank you for that. Really important. <laughs> Soldier of Science says, vegans, what is your position? On How kill- much was that? How much was that super chat? Because you send that to me, James, whatever that super chat was. Because yeah, that's I'll send money. you the 199. Soldier of well, Science. I went plus tax, <laughs> plus 215, plus I charge tax. So. Soldier <laughs> of Science says, vegans, what is your position on killing invasive animals which destroy crops? Um, I'm sorry, wait, what's the question? They said, what's your position on killing invasive animals that destroy crops? Like, like an armadillo. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, crop deaths, um, with regards to crop deaths, I mean, there's a variety of, of things, right? So firstly, like, generally, uh, we think of killing beings as collateral damage in order to defend uh, property that we have, we think of that as sort of qualitatively different from just like killing uh, for fun or for pleasure, right? Like if somebody like tried to walk into my house and I shot them, most people are going to view that as substantially morally different from if I just went out, found a person on the street and killed them because I thought it would be fun to do so, right? The second thing is on the sort of utility side of it, um, while it is pretty clear that farming animals to torture and eventually eat them um, significantly decreases utility and that it uh, subjects a lot of sentient beings to unnecessary suffering. That's not actually clear that that's the case for crop deaths. Um, Because when it comes to crop deaths, what you're doing is you're clearing out a section of land um, such that animals in the wild can no longer live on that land, which means there will be less animal life, uh, less animals living in the wild. Um, And animals in the wild generally have pretty horrible lives. Most animals born, uh, most animals born will like die almost immediately after they're born. Animals spend their entire lives fending off like disease and predators and so on. Most either die of some disease or some horrible weather conditions or they're eaten by a predator. Um, And so it might actually be the case that by clearing out some land such that there will be less animals living horrible lives uh, in the wild, um, that that might actually um, be better for animals. Um, so, yeah, I'd say those are the two main symmetry breakers that come to mind between like crop deaths and just normal uh, killing of animals for food. But why not just build a very, very high high fence and do a better job of not um, giving those animals access to the crops rather than kill them is my question. 
um, to that person. Yeah. I mean, I, don't know if I mean, if, yeah, I mean, if I'm, I'm not like super woke on, you know, all the farming practices and stuff. Um, maybe if, if that were possible, maybe that would be preferable. Um, in fact, it probably would. I don't know whether or not it's possible, but it's also going to be like that question is going to be irrelevant from the standpoint of the consumer, right? Because if you're a consumer and you're deciding whether or not to purchase a product that requires crop deaths or incentivizes more crop deaths, it's not like if you didn't consume that product, then the people would just build fences instead or something like that. Um, but what if they knew that that's why you weren't buying the product? Then they might be like, oh, crap, maybe we should build a fence. I mean, people vote with their dollars all the time, right? My grandmother died from my grandfather crop dusting her. So I don't, I mean, I know a human that died from crop dusting. So, I mean, collateral damage is collateral damage. I don't like farming. I don't like human farming. We'll jump into this next question. Do appreciate it. Ethel Logo says, sub to intraspecies and mouthy to, I guess. (laughs) So they say I still have extra characters. Hi, James. Juicy, 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 juicy. (laughs) Thank you very much for that Ethel Logos. And that's true, folks. Rose and Alex and Mouthy and Interspecies are linked in the description. If you were listening tonight, you're like, hey, I enjoy this. I like this. I want to hear more. (laughs) You can hear more. Why are you waiting? Their links are right there right now. Click them and you can hear plenty more where that came from. And then this question coming in from... Dude. And James, my channel, I do nudity on my channel, if anybody's wondering. Just That's if they, true. In the link in the description. So my link, if you guys like nudity. so Yes, there's a lot of nudity there. So mm. we uh, definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, and twerking. Up, let's see. Manic Panda says, ask if the vegans would be okay with using genetically altered animals in the future to terraform Mars. Many animals would die <laughs> trying to terraform a planet. Would that be moral? I, I think I would like for that not to happen. Yeah, probably. Terraform Mars, interesting. Yeah, probably not the best way to terraform a planet. Got you in Colorado. If you can get to Mars, you can figure out a better way to terraform it. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, if we're smart enough to get to Mars, we're smart enough to figure out other ways than genetically manipulating animals. <laughs> This one coming in from Colorado Biker says, do the vegans have a moral objection to eating insects? Um, I think I generally just prefer to steer away from it. Um, seems reasonable. Or I, I would just grant the precautionary principle to insects and assume they have some level of sentience. So I think that just I just would prefer not to farm them. Um, I don't see any reason to. It's weird. People always want to farm insects of just instead of just like eating some tofu. <laughs> like I feel like even for non-vegans, tofu might be like the more palatable option. So it's like this emphasis on insects is always weird to me. Or black beans. They're small too. They're yeah. Like insect they kind of look like Wait, what insects, about a roach? So. Do you guys kill a roach or a spider? If you guys see a roach or a spider? I, I uh, catch and release. I like to catch roaches? a little and Well, I don't get roaches in my house, but if I did, I'd catch and release. A roach? Yeah. Next up, Soldier of Science says, vegans, what is your position? So this question was, they asked before, but I think that it was misinterpreted. They said that they were referring to the deaths of the animals. So they say, what's your position? I, I, th- I thought that you guys got it, but they're saying mm-hmm. in the chat uh, that maybe it wasn't understood. They say, vegans, what's your position on killing invasive animals, which destroy crops? And they're saying, like, namely, is it okay to kill them? And I'm pretty sure you guys addressed that, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I was kind of keeping up with chat and it looked like some people took crop deaths to mean like 
killing the crops, like the plants. Mm, yeah, um, no. So that probably is why they felt the need to clarify. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. And so with that, we do want to say, my dear friends, we appreciate our guests. Always want to encourage you in the comments, attack the arguments instead of the person. We really do appreciate our guests. And that's why, hey, as mentioned, folks, their links are waiting for you in the description box. We want to say thank you so much, Rose, Alex, and Mouthy Infidel, and Interspecies. By the way, Interspecies is actually the person that got this like kind of organized in terms <laughs> of finding Mouthy. And then I said, hey, Alex, Rose. And we put this together and want to say thanks, Interspecies, for uh, kind of reaching out to us. And so we do appreciate that. And so, folks, we really do appreciate our guests. I'll be back in a moment with updates on upcoming debates. But in the meantime, oh, while you're waiting, folks, click on those links of our guests down in the description. And one last thanks, Rose, Alex, Mouthy, and Interspecies. It's been a true pleasure to have you tonight. Thank you, James, as always. Thank you, yeah, Thanks James. for having me. Our pleasure. I'll be right back, folks. Stick around. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.